0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. My mind, you just wake up and go rake. Follow at Wake and Rake Pod on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. I'm kind of a big deal. Here's Danny and Will.
1: It's time brooksy the fall <laughs> classic is here and the diamondbacks what the fuck i like woke up this morning and i'm like wait the diamondbacks in the world series like i'm still like wrapping my mind around that idea
0: right. i know no, i mean that's how i feel too about the texas rangers just because and we tapped into this a little bit in the last pod i grew up a diehard texas ranger fan and i'm trying not to be a fanboy here and i'm trying to be a baseball analyst and not and, and be unbiased but i don't, Eight-year-old Will is fired up for the Texas Rangers, knowing they've lost a couple World Series before, how close they were back with Nelly Cruz drifting back, missing the ball, David Freese going Ham beating them. So uh, this is another chance for those Texas Rangers to to get it done. 62 seasons they've played and haven't won a World Series. Ouch.
1: Diamondbacks have been around for – Less than half that, and they're already in their second World Series, looking for their second ring. How about that?
0: You know what? I got something for that. All right. So I was talking to my Texas Ranger friends from back home because I still have a ton of friends in, in Texas, in Dallas, Houston, Texas, Arkansas, where I'm from. And I said, uh, look, things aren't looking good. And I want to preface this by saying, and we'll get to why, but I, I am picking the Texas Rangers to win the World Series. But they got a couple. They got something big working. Against them, all right. So let's rewind back to spring training 2001. Okay, Randy Johnson, the infamous heater that killed the dove. Remember that? Well, I, I was five years—I
1: was five years old. But yes, I've That's seen. relevant.
0: Okay, he threw a fastball. You've seen the video. The bird explodes. He kills yeah, the bird. Right. Of course, of course. They go on in 2001 to win their their first World Series, just three years after you know they became a team. Well, guess what? Fast forward to May 17th, 2023. Zach Gowan, who is the Diamondbacks ace this year in the outfield during a science side session at the, against the Oakland A's. He drills a bird, boom, kills a bird. Is that not an omen? And then now they're back in the world series. So I'm going, if history repeats itself, man, they are setting themselves up by sacrificing a bird (laughs) to win a world series. Now I did tell my Texas Ranger fans, there is something positive to look forward to. David Freese does not play for the Arizona Diamondbacks. So you don't have to worry about him crushing doubles and homers and ruining your lives. You just have to worry about this omen of Zach Gallen sacrificing a bird like Randy Johnson did back in 01.
1: Is that some sort of like natural selection? Like there's a natural selection. Feels that way, right? Darwin, Darwin jokes somewhere in there.
0: Isn't it? I don't know, man. That's It's pretty weird. The fact that that happened... The only other time that's happened is this year, and they're back in the world series after winning only 84 games.
1: I don't know. I pretty
0: think pretty I, odd coincidence. I'll just say that.
1: I think Christy Matheson had to have killed a few birds back in the 40s. 20s.
0: Okay. 30s. But you get you get what I'm saying. Oh one. Nobody, nobody do caught it on the world Series. Do it again. Somehow get back to the world series.
1: It is weird. No, it is a weird coincidence, no doubt. So what you're saying is. Later down the road, if the Diamondbacks want to get to another World Series, they're going to have to sacrifice a bird, a la the Cleveland Indians and in the movie Major League.
0: Yeah, so they're going to need someone. A live chicken. Texas we need Rangers, a live chicken. If, it, if the Texas Rangers can, uh, if it's legal to sign Pedro Serrano to combat this, now's the time. Call Pedro up. He's got to come. Okay, George Bush is throwing the first pitch in game one. Yeah. Adrian Beltre is throwing the first First pitch in game two. So it would have to be game six back in Arlington if they get to a game six where maybe you get Pedro Serrano in there. still the first pitch with the like a like a voodoo see
1: with a Kentucky fret bullet or uh no, it's a
0: just Kentucky a voodoo doll of like Corbin, Corbin Carroll.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Corbin Carroll's leading off. Then it's going to go Cattell Marte, Gabriel Moreno, Christian Walker, Tommy Pham. Lourdes Gurriel, Jr., Alec Thomas, Evan Longoria, followed by Geraldo Perdomo in a nine spot. And then Zach Allen
0: on the bump. I think this is a much closer, closely matched World Series than people think. The be- the betting, you start looking at the betting numbers. I know we don't do a lot of betting stuff, but uh, it's heavily in favor of, of Texas. You know, I think Diamondbacks are plus 140, 145.
1: I don't know, man. I mean, I. I think on paper, the Rangers are the... So was Philly. The better team. Agreed. Uh, so I've been kind of making this argument. So was LA. So was Milwaukee. Everybody talked about the Phillies lineup, right? The The Rangers line, and people have to compare, obviously. Like You're talking about the World Series. You're previewing things. like You're trying to get some type of leg up here of like, oh, this team does well against these hitters, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, when you compare the Phillies lineup to the Rangers lineup, it's different. The Phillies did a really, really good job of slugging. Like they were putting balls in the seats, man. Like they, at one through nine, those guys could get you at any time.
0: And, and sure. normally, and if you look at the numbers, teams to out homer the other team in this year's postseason are 21 and four, man. So homers yep. matter.
1: Yep. Philly this postseason had a 488 slug. That's best in baseball. Texas is a little bit of a different flavor. Now they slug. They got Adolis Garcia, La- uh, Nathaniel Lowe can take you deep. deep. Corey up. Seager can take you deep. Simeon can take you deep. They have power don't get me wrong but they're a little bit more of a variety and that they have like taveras at the bottom of their lineup or they'll mix in a robbie grossman or an evan, evan carter evan carter can get on base he's so, hitting
0: he's in the three hole today
1: so it's very different than philly because Philly's like okay solo shot solo shot oh two run homer like they kind of they build up a bunch of solo shots that's what philly did against arizona and i think it actually hurt them because they didn't have as many guys on base because they were hitting so many home runs yeah. texas has let's see let's look at on base percentage texas has the second best on base percentage behind only the brewers and as we all know the brewers are gone after two games yeah, so yeah. the texas rangers have the highest on base percentage this year among what is, the well
0: i mean that's how arizona beat you too right like they play small ball they need traffic on the base pass because when they're they kind of cause they cause chaos yeah. on the base pass they're they're you're probably not going to see a whole lot of hitting and running going on in the World Series, but there's they stole a lot of bases. They were eight for sixteen those last two games, right? Mm-hmm. Like they stole four bases in each of those games. Yeah. So that that's that's they apply pressure. I'll put it that way. They apply pressure. They force you to make plays. And in the World Series, when emotions are high, when nerves are high, there's only seven players total on both teams combined that have been to the World Series before. Yeah, there's a lot of young players here, so nerves and emotion are going to play. Big, especially early in this series. That's why I like Nathan Avaldi and on the mound in game one. He's been there, done that. He's also got a chance to do something historic today. Uh, no pitcher has ever won five starts in the postseason. That's, that's five kinda, starts. That's there have shocking. been pitchers. There's three guys who have won five games. They have five wins, but those include relief appearances. Randy Johnson, uh I gotta look up the other guys. No, Randy Johnson's one of them. There's Garner, three- maybe. Who? Bumgarner? No, it wasn't Bumgarner. Mm. Uh there was a Rodriguez. You have to look it up. But anyways, uh, if he w- if he wins his start today, he'll be the first all-time to win five starts. And if he gets to if they get to a game five, which I think they will, he starts again, he could have a chance to win six.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean Ivaldi, like the legend of I-, I just mentioned Madison Bumgarner as the greatest postseason pitcher of all time. Ivaldi, if he has another dominant World Series, man, what he did with the Red Sox in 2018 when they ended up poisoning a trophy. Oh, now goodness. here in 23, man, if he just continues to make history, as you just said, he has the opportunity to do. Evaldi could cement himself as one of, if not the greatest postseason pitcher. Truthfully, when you look at the numbers, he could cement himself as the greatest postseason pitcher of all time. You could make that argument depending on how this World Series works out. Simeon's leading off. Seeger in the two-hole, Evan Carter, Adoles Garcia, Mitch Garvers, DHing, Jonah Heim behind the dish, Nathaniel Lowe, Josh Young, and Tavares is in center field with Avaldi on the bump. Uh, do you think there's something to that, though? The Phillies just, like the Diamondbacks were able to shoulder the solo shots and the two-run homers, and they were able to kind of limit damage, damage control. Whereas Texas, you are just constantly in the stretch there are runners yeah, that's, in that's base a good point. i mean it, it
0: clearly was part of their game plan they you look at philly's best four hitters i mean and and turner harper schwarber and castellanos you they were like one for what 32 in the last two games combined yeah yeah they shut down their superstar so that's that's how they beat them the guys who normally beat the other team for the phillies couldn't do it so there was uh i think maybe more of a focus on getting those guys out And then it's like, let's make the back half of this lineup beat us. And they couldn't do it.
1: I thought of this like as a former pitcher, like which would I rather face? A lineup where nine guys can take you deep at any time or a lineup with a little bit more of a variety, such as Texas, where they have guys on base constantly. They have about four to five to six guys that can take you deep at any time, but they're a little bit more of a... A little bit more gap-to-gap, gap, a little bit less of a home-run threat than the Phillies were. I don't know well, which I'd rather face.
0: Well, as a pitcher, which one are you going to have to throw more pitches against? Which one is going to get your pitch Rangers. count up more? The guys. Rangers. Exactly. They're going to work counts. They're going to they're going to take their walks. They're going to take their singles. They're not, you're not going to strike out, strike out on two guys trying to go bridge, and then, oh, you give up a solo homer and they get the next guy out. You'll throw six, 16 pitches. If guys are single, single, walk, double. You know, like, seeing pitches, you're all the look up, and you're like, I threw over 20 pitches that inning. Yeah. You know, I, so it's – I think, like, the eye
1: test, you'd rather face the Rangers because seeing a ball – eye test because up. of the
0: names. The names. The Bryce Harper. Yeah. Kyle Schwarber. Trey Turner. Castellanos. Yeah. Like, that. you see those names, and you think damage. Yeah. Right? Even Corey Seeger, who had one of the best seasons ever, considering the amount of games he missed due to injury this year, mm-hmm. you still see him, and you don't fear him. You should. You should. <laughs> absolutely.
1: You absolutely should.
0: You should, but 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 it's not the same. It doesn't carry the same weight as Bryce Harper, Kyle Schwarber, especially in, in the postseason, right? That's because he doesn't show any emotion at all. Zero. Zero. Yeah. Simeon hardly does either.
1: Nah, he really doesn't. They're same. really actually... Even Adolis, I, I know he does the bat flipping and the slow walks down first baseline. He's pretty humble as a guy. Like, when you hear him... interview,
0: he is, he gets fired up, which he should. I mean... Yeah. We don't have to get into that whole situation, but like when he bat-flipped and, and, and celebrated, that was the biggest homer of his life, dude. And I know we we don't take into effect like the personal side of things. And you talked about in his in our last episode about what all he's been through to get to this point. Mm-hmm. You don't know what was going through his head on the like the human side of that. Like he just hit the biggest homer of his life after all this shit he's been through. Come on, man. Bat-flip. That's Whatever. that's why I know for a fact, because I talked to guys in the Astros clubhouse who said, we didn't give a shit about how celebrating. We knew how big of a homer that was. Really? That's part of why I said, that's part of why I'm not giving names. Sorry. I can't, I can't play both sides here. Now I want to know. But I can't. We can't, I can't, I can't. I made a promise. You're just a big teaser, man. But there were, but there were, there were guys, hold on. There were guys publicly. There were guys publicly who even came out and said, we didn't care. Justin Verlander came out and said, he didn't care. Yeah. And you know he's very outspoken. He doesn't care what people think of him at this point in his career. Yeah. He's a Hall of Famer. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. You think he gives a shit if he comes out and he's like, Yeah, we don't like how he pimped his Homer? Yeah. He even came out and said, No, we didn't care. That's okay. that's why I was like, he didn't hit him on purpose unless it was unless it was like a like a he did it on his own and no one knew about it. Because there were people in that bullpen that said no there was no talk of that in the bullpen before he gave the game. That's the only okay. hand I could. I want to
1: clarify something like we were talking about on on the last episode. um, Like like we talked about a little bit like small markets and and I want to clarify, like this isn't necessarily a small market because Phoenix, Arizona is one of the largest growing metropolises in the United States. Dallas, Texas is one of the biggest metropolises in the United States. But when you're taking into account baseball markets, it's a little bit different here. Okay. So this isn't a blue blood, Boston Red Sox fan base. This isn't a blue blood Yankees Phillies. This is different. These are teams Southern and West coast here that are a little bit new to major league baseball, not necessarily baseball, but major league baseball. And so I saw some people that were saying like this world series, isn't going to make people like baseball. Baseball's the same as it was 50 years ago. And I want to respond to that by saying the casual fan, this is just a reality of life. The casual fan does not watch their local team unless their local team is winning. Right. That's just the way it is. And so For when sure. you have a team like the Rangers who could hoist a trophy, you're going to have more casual fans either show up to the ballpark, watch via TV, follow their team. And similarly in Arizona as well, you have this growing metropolis, Phoenix, Arizona. You're going to have more people on the outskirts in Scottsdale and up in Prescott and um, everywhere in Arizona that are going to be a little bit more tuned into the game. So, no, you're not going to change the game, but you could change the perspective on these teams.
0: And I think that's really important. Yeah. No, I agree. I and mean, we don't have to dig deep into this. We already did, but the the diehard fans are still watching. Well, will, will ratings take a hit in this World Series? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course. Because the teams with the massive followings aren't in it. Yeah. But, and we, uh, the Texas Rangers and the, uh, and, um, the, the Diamondbacks are going to have more fans next year than they did this year. There's going to be more kids. There's going to be more adults. There's going to there's gonna be more fans wearing their gear next year because of the season they had this year. And there's yep. no way around that is what it is. That's how it works. How do you think the Yankees got so famous? They won.
1: A they lot. won. Yeah, exactly. That's a great point. It's a great point.
0: It's really and- simple. Like, we make it really complicated. Winning brings in more fans. Yeah. You get to a World Series bandwagoners they're fans you keep winning they become not as casual (laughs) because they watch more and more and more the more you win you win you get more fans period why were you a ranger fan just local because i lived 40 minutes away
1: you didn't want to be an Astro fan
0: i could go watch the rangers it was a lot closer yeah it was it was 35 40 minutes away houston was four hours away Mm, okay so and my my buddy had season tickets for the rangers right so I went and watched them, and I and I just I love the team. Like that was like Juan Gonzalez, Dean Palmer, Pudge, A Rod played there, um, Rusty Greer, like Nolan, like all those legends that came through there. Like those were my guys.
1: Who was your childhood baseball hero?
0: Kyle Rupkin Jr.
1: Did you ever yeah, get to big, meet him? Big,
0: big shortstop? I was a big shortstop.
1: Did you so, ever get to meet him?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So I actually have a I have I have to I have to get this signed I don't know how I'm gonna do it um uh one of my good buddies knew, knew I was a really big fan of Copin Jr and um, he had this ball so you know when there's like a you know opening day or like July 4th or whatever holiday or something you're playing on there's a big event they put a certain stamp on the ball yeah so there was a stamp on the ball with like it was from the game he broke the record. Four consecutive games played. And um, I have one of those balls unused. It was one of the ones that was supposed to be used in the game. Obviously, all the balls don't get used. So, we got left. it got put back in the box with the wrapper unused ball from that game with the stamp that has that. So, I have to get him to sign that. And that will be like – I have a signed ball by him. I just don't have that ball signed yet.
1: Mm, that's cool. Very yes. cool. I'll we'll have to get him on the pod at some point. Cal, what's up, baby? Join okay. the awakening. Okay, let's dive a little bit deeper on the team Since so let's try and get inch A little bit closer to our predictions here I know you alluded to it earlier Who do you think has a better rotation? Rangers? Oops. Diamondbacks?
0: See, you know what? This wouldn't have been that close Had Brandon Fott not done what he did In that last series Um, I think Max Scherzer continues To improve just because He has two starts under his belt After missing a month Over a month like 40 days. Um, So, I think Scherzer actually ends up – and he's been there, done that, which helps. Brandon Fott has not. Now, he's never pitched in a, a LCS either, and he, he shoved against a good lineup. So, he'll be effective. I'm going to give – I'm going to give the edge to the Texas Rangers okay. with the rotation, with uh Ivaldi, Montgomery, Scherzer. Um and we'll see what they do like in a fourth game, whether it's piece together piece together Andrew Heaney, uh Dane Dunning, John Gray, bullpen type game, but I think they're capable of of uh still winning those type games. Um yeah, I'll give the edge of Texas. It's close. It's closer than I thought it would be.
1: Yeah, that game three is really that's crucial. Like that could decide the series. But who
0: would three. ever think like Max Scherzer? First, Brandon fought would be a good game. Yeah, he had a five-seven in the regular season. Mm -hmm. He got sent down to Triple A, but he found it at the right time.
1: Bullpen wise, Diamondbacks,
0: Arizona. Arizona. Yeah,
1: we don't. I mean, you know what though? The bullpen for the Texas Rangers deserve a lot of credit this postseason.
0: Uh, hasn't been good. It was not great in the LCS. They had a very tough month to end the season. Yeah. Um. But they did their job. They did their job against uh, Houston. That's a tough offense. So they still figured it out.
1: Regular season, their bullpen ERA was up over four. In the postseason, here it's been three seven two. What was it? Three seven two. Three point seven two right. ERA. So it's been better. Right.
0: Been better. I, I don't. I don't have a lot of confidence in the Texas bullpen. Yeah, I agree. You know, Chapman can come in and and have an immaculate inning, or he could come in and not throw strikes at all. So you don't really know what you're going to get there, and and he scares me because at some point he's going to be in a big spot anywhere from the sixth to the eighth inning, and going to be able to affect the game one way or the other. So mm. two, two
1: X factors for me, and I think you're going to see a, he- a heavy dive of, of of these two guys is Joe Mantepli, Andrew Salfrank, two lefties and the in the Arizona bullpen. Saul
0: Frank, maybe not as heavy usage because he he had some issues against the Phillies. He couldn't stop walking guys.
1: True. True. Okay. Well, more so, gentleman. like he
0: would come in and walk two two guys, right? Like he's brought in to face Schwarber, Turner, and Harper. Obviously, the two lefties. You have to you have to face three batters. So, um, and then he would he would walk Schwarber and Harper both times. I think you're just trying to be too fine, right? He's trying to be perfect with his stuff. When hey, man, just rely on that. You're a lefty throwing a nasty breaking ball and just make a pitch. Uh, well, they need, but that's they part need, of being. That's part of being young. It's part of being young.
1: They need somebody to slow down Corey Seager. One of those two guys is probably
0: oh, going to get a, a lot of innings. He's Manpley. up almost every game. Lineup uh, but wise. Don't, forget, don't forget about Ginkle and, and Seawall. Of course. Like, yeah, those yeah. guys are two of the most uncomfortable at-bats in the postseason right now.
1: Yeah. And Seawall does a good job getting lefties out, at least in this postseason too.
0: Well, he's good because, you know, I don't want to dig too deep into analytics, but you start looking at, like, Vertical attack angle, right? He releases the ball lower. So his fastball, obviously, he spins it at over 2,500 RPMs anyway. So he's one of the higher fastball spin guys, as is. But you add that with a vertical, uh, a lower ver- vertical attack angle where Garrett Cole's up here, but like he's releasing the ball down here. So the fastball stays up, right? It stays, you see, guys swing through that fastball at the top of the zone because as a hitter, you see a release of a baseball and the fastball comes down a little bit.
1: It's mm-hmm. just natural,
0: it's gravity. It, it it might look like it's rising on TV, but it's not. It's still coming down. That's the whole point of like swinging up a little bit to meet that plane. And um, what's good about Paul Seawald is like his doesn't come down as much. So these guys are swinging up and his fastball staying up. So the point of where like fastball playing meets swing plane is very small compared to other guys where like their bat's in the zone longer with the pitch. Because they're they're matching the plane, it's really hard to match his plane of his fastball because of the way, number one, he releases the ball low, he spins it well, so he has like almost hardly any – he's like four inches of vertical drop. Or I don't know the exact number. It's way lower vertical drop than other pitchers, so it stays up. Hmm. It's, it's, it's magic, honestly. Like it's, it's rare what he can do. It's hard to teach it. I've been talking to guys about it today, trying to figure it out, and it's just like insane what he does. It's magic.
1: So starting pitching wise, you gave the Sorry, leg.
0: I just went so deep analytical dive on Paul Seawald, but it's it's really interesting.
1: Starting pitching wise, you gave the leg up to the Rangers. Correct? Yeah. You gave the bullpen leg up to the D backs finally offensively. This one's close, man.
0: But I, I am gonna go Texas Rangers.
1: I don't think it's close. The Rangers lineup
0: fucking bash. I think it's close just looking at how the Diamondbacks played last series. They're scrappy, man. Like, yeah, scr- Scra-
1: scrappy is not dominant like the Rangers. No, the Rangers but that's what we said dominant.
0: about the Phillies too, man. We said Phillies are going to the World Series, no question. They're going to beat the brakes off of the Arizona Diamondbacks, right?
1: I'm not saying scrappy can't win. I'm just saying on paper. Oh, I know scrappy can win. We just watched it happen. I'm saying on paper, the Rangers are much significantly better than the yeah. Diamondbacks. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, so I wasn't talking about paper. I guess I was just talking about like where we're at right now.
1: And what, what you think might happen. Sure. Yeah,
0: uh, but yeah, I, I totally agree. On paper, Rangers' offense much better. Where we're at right now, it's a little closer than that. Just because of how the Diamondbacks, basing off how they played last series against some good arms, um, but I still give it. I still think the Rangers' offense is better.
1: And finally, your prediction for the twenty twenty three World Series is
0: pause, pause. I also want to say you have to look at the managers in the World Series. That's and true. Bert- that's that that plays a massive part. Uh when, you gotta realize these guys have nerves too, and they might pull a guy too early, leave him in too long because they're, they're the wheels are spinning. Bruce he has been there, bub. He's been there, he's been there a lot.
1: So you're taking Boach over over Tory then.
0: I love Tory. I love right. Tory, but I, I have to give the advantage to the Hall of Famer who has been there, done that, and has a bunch of rings to show for it. Yeah. He he's been there. He knows what it takes. Tori Tori's been on a he's bench coach on the team too, but he has not been El Jefe uh, in a World Series where it's all going to fall on him. When when things go south, nobody's going to be talking to his bench coach. They're going to be talking to him. So um, I'm not saying Tori can't do this because I love Tori and he is a baseball genius. And um, I think he's calm enough. I think he's smart enough. Number one, uh, and I think he has enough balls to do it. Uh, I just – I have to go with the Hall of Famer in this situation. But, yes, I'm picking the Texas Rangers. Hmm. I want it to go seven, but I think it's Rangers in six.
1: Yeah. I will go Rangers in six. Same as me. Same as you. I think it's just – I
0: got to start covering my paper when I'm writing my answers
1: down. I think it's going to be too many base runners for the Diamondbacks to handle. I think depth-wise, Texas overpowers – Arizona, you know what, man? It doesn't matter. Both these teams has been a very successful season. Of both. Sides. I think
0: this is going to be an entertaining World Series.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be a lot of emotion, regardless
0: of TV ratings and all that. This is going to be two very athletic, young, fun baseball teams to watch. Evan Longoria does
1: not get yes. his ring. Does He's not get his dream. He was last in the World Series as a twenty-three-year-old. Twenty. I'm sorry, twenty-two-year-old rookie with the Rays. And in I, I wait. wait. Now he's 38 years old. He
0: he waited 15 years to get back to the World Series. Longest stretch ever by a non pitcher. That's cool. That's cool. To get back 15 seasons.
1: And we're both saying he's still not going to get it. That's unfortunate. He's going to have to go back to the Giants next year to get it, I guess. (laughs) World Series content, baby. Enjoy the fall classic. A lot of content on the Wake and Rake pages. Do that thing where YouTubers say subscribe and do the subscribe thing if you're watching. Hit the button now. Hit the button. Peace out, people. We'll talk soon.